What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 18 of the All Day Cincinnati Sports Podcast. This is your podcast for everything Cincinnati sports. Um, we are going to be talking today about the Bengals' big Week 8 matchup on Monday Night Football versus the Cleveland Browns. And, of course, their quarterback, Jacoby Brissett, as we still wait on Deshaun Watson. Um, I'm very excited for this matchup. Big time, primetime game. Um, second game of the year in primetime. Got a lot more coming later on in this year, and I'm, I'm really excited for this matchup. Don't let that 2-5 and five record for the Cleveland Browns fool you. Uh, the Browns are still a solid team. They still got a lot of good players on their team, and they can win at any moment. Don't don't let that record fool you like they couldn't beat us. But um, the Bengals are back over 500 for the first time all year, 4-3 and three on the season, looking really good. The offense is clicking. The defense has been clicking all year. Probably the most uh, underrated defense, in my opinion, in the NFL. And, uh, yeah, I'm just really excited for this week. Donnie, are you excited as I am? Oh, yeah, man. I Bengals, Browns, prime time. Hopefully Burrow's still winless against them, but he plays really, really well in prime time, so I'm really excited to see what happens. Yep. I forgot he is winless. I remember um, his rookie year, Baker and him both had a shootout. Like, that was his best game he played his whole rookie year, and they lost. Yeah. I remember that game. Yeah, like 31-35, something like that. Yeah, he played really good, and then Baker drove down the field and like threw a thirty-yard touchdown with like ten seconds left. I remember that. That was sad. Yeah, yeah, that was that was painful. Hey, but Baker's gone because Baker against the Bengals looks like Baker at Oklahoma, so yeah. he's gone. <laughs> yeah, on the upside, that loss helped us get Jamar Chase. So you know, it did it did it did take yeah, things yeah. as they come. <laughs> we're we're cool with that. Then we're cool with that. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, 0-3 because he sat out week 18 last year, too. Oh, yeah, 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 he did. And then the first time they played last year, I remember Denzel Ward had a pick six early, and then after that they just yeah. couldn't ever get the lead back and everything. Yeah, I remember yeah. that bad throw on an out route to Chase and totally flipped the game. Yeah. Um, Burrow, though, he said on Cowherd's podcast yesterday, I listened, he said um, – even though Denzel Ward and they have great corners, he said, "I'm not scared to throw it uh, to throw it at him right at him though, because I have better receivers." So, <laughs> a little confidence there. Apparently, a it's confidence on sight. Yeah. yeah. Well, he said him and Denzel Ward. I didn't even realize they were in college together. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, they were both at Ohio State at the same time. Yeah, I've completely forgot about that, but. Yeah, him and he said him and Denzel Ward still talk sometimes, but I was like, <laughs> but he said he's going to throw right at him. He he got the better of him last year, though, on a play, so we'll see. Yeah, he did. Uh, um, For me, Donnie, I think a big key to this game is going to be the offensive line and how they hold up. If we hold up and can protect Burrow like we have the last couple weeks, I think there's no issue with us winning this game. But if we let Miles Garrett, who is arguably the best defensive player in the NFL, if we let him go crazy and get in the backfield and disrupt things, it could be a long day for Burrow and the Bengals offense because we know how just freakishly talented that dude is and how how just much of a much of a monster that guy is. And if yeah. you let him if you let him get in the backfield, it's gonna be a long, long day for the Bengals. Yeah, it will be. And I know like we talked about that that shootout they had when they first played. It was like if the offensive line can't hold up, maybe you can go back to that game plan a little bit, but you don't want to. Mm -hmm. you, like that that's not a good way to win. That's not a great way to play. So like you really want to hold up 
against this pass rush and do what you've been doing the past couple weeks because Burrow's been surgical against better secondaries than what the Browns are going to be rolling out there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And, um, yeah, if the offensive line can hold up, I really think that is the biggest key to this game, like you said, because if Burrow has time, he's surgical. He dices up those defense just pass after pass. The short pass game has really been working these last couple weeks. And once you get those short passes in over and over again, then the defense has to come up, and then Burrow takes those deep shots down the field to his three stud uh, wide receivers. And uh, mm -hmm. I think that could be a big formula. Um, another thing I need, to, I think the Bengals are going to need to work on is the stopping the run. Of course, the Browns have arguably the best run game in the NFL. Um, when they actually run the ball, some of these games they've been stupid and only give Nick Chubb like 12 carries and he gets like 85 yards and you're like, what are you doing? Because um, you do have yeah. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, in my opinion, is the best pure just running back in the NFL. I think there's better running backs in terms of that can do more, but just – Give him the ball in, in between the tackles. Him and Derrick Henry are probably the two best running backs in the league. Yeah, it, it's just when – and on top of Chubb, like they've got a really good run-blocking offensive line, and the scheme is good. So good. when you And DJ Reader, they already said he's not playing this week. Hopefully Logan Wilson's able to come back then. But um, Akeem Davis-Gaither's shown up really well in the, the games he's had to fill in. But yeah, that run game, even if you're fully healthy, you may not be able to stop them. Like they're just really good. They're methodical. They can do what they want against basically whoever they want. Like you said, the only thing stopping them is play calling. Yeah. The Literally. And for the for the Browns fans out there, you guys need to run the ball more. Like I don't understand why a lot of these games you're down like three points, seven points, and they just like abandon the run and are like, okay, Jacoby Brissett has been a backup his whole career. Let's air it out 40 times with him. And, like, he's not horrible, but, like, run the ball. You got Nick Chubb. You got Nick yeah. Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who led the NFL in rushing as your backups. Why do you have Jacoby Brissett dropping back 40 times a game? That's just not a formula to win, and I think that's their problem because if they just got ahead of teams early and then just pounded the rock over and over again, I think they would be, like, 5-2, and two, not 2-5. Two and five. And you know what's crazy is they still have like the fifth most rush attempts in the NFL, but they are they're they're just so good at it. Like I don't know why they don't do it more. Like they <laughs> they've got some games where Chubb has exploded and they have actually like run the ball a fair amount, like you know, mm -hmm. like as much as they should, but it's almost like they just get panicked sometimes. Like they just they forget what works almost. literally. Um and I know, like, and honestly, with that, the way that secondary is playing, like, I would want to kill as much clock as possible. You're it, right. <laughs> it it just, <laughs> I don't know anymore. Because um, the Browns, they have the third most rush yards per game, despite only being fifth in attempts. Like, clearly, you're doing something right. Like, mm -hmm. just use it more. Yeah, and the Saints had the perfect formula, absolutely to beat the Bengals. They really did. They had the perfect formula. Don't turn the ball over, which the Bengals aren't very good at uh, creating turnovers anyway. Literally, since I've been alive, the Bengals have not been been that great at that. I really don't know why, but it just oh, seems God. like a lot of our corners have have uh, <laughs> just butterfingers. Do you not attest to that a lot of times? We drop yeah. a lot of picks. It feels <laughs> like it. 05 it is does. the best. 
best Bengals team I can remember with that, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> like that, we they they a lot a of ton of turnovers. Yeah. And um, the formula to beat the Bengals really is what the Saints did two weeks ago. If you can keep the Bengals' um, offense off the field and just pound the rock and don't turn the ball over, just game manage the game as Jacoby Brissett, the Browns could win, beat the Bengals if they run by that formula. Now, if they try and play Bengals football and get into a shootout, the Bengals are going to win that game every time, I believe. Yeah. Or at least 99 times out of 100. Yeah, because it, the the offensive lines are as close as they've been in a couple years, talent-wise. Yeah. So that, that gap is not as big. Burrow is clearly better than Brissett. I'll take Chase Higgins, Boyd, over – Cooper, Peoples Jones, and uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, over that receiving and court. Juke, and Joko, I guess. And, and Joku, Harrison Bryant, whoever the hell is there. Yeah. Uh, the, like we said, Chubb is better than Mixon. Hunt is probably close to Mixon's level if he would just. I'd say Mixon's backfield. better than Hunt. I'd say Mixon. I, I, yeah, I, I still have Mixon above him, but I think it's closer than people want to give credit oh, for. Oh, yeah. I um, mean, Hunt led the NFL in rushing when he was a yeah. starter. Yeah, that's he what did. I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so like it, it's the, the offense is better. Like you were saying, the Bengals offense, I would take as a whole over the Browns offense. And like you said, if you want to get into a shootout, fine. I'm sure the Bengals are fine with that. Yeah, exactly. If you want to get into a shootout, the Bengals will be more than fine with that because I guarantee you Jacoby Brissett is going to make a massive mistake. <laughs> <laughs> See Andy Dalton. See the new Andy Dalton. He kind of is. I feel like there's a few. It's like you got Brissett, you got Andy Dalton, and Fitzpatrick. If those three people are your backups, you're done for. You're just you're not gonna start the whole season. It just Brissett's always ends up being partly the starter, does he not? <laughs> he if, always yeah. every he year. He wasn't New England and Indianapolis, and he didn't he start uh, like he five had a few seasons as last the year. Yeah, and in India, in Indianapolis, he was actually the starter like two seasons. Yeah, yeah, he was like he spent for, what four seasons there. He was the starter for two, and they weren't even two together. Like they were every like first year and third year or something like that. Yeah, it was his first year in Indianapolis. He was the starter because Luck was injured the whole season. And then his third year in Indianapolis, Luck retired in training camp. <laughs> oh right. <laughs> Right. I forgot about that. That's still crazy. Like, he would only be, like, 32. Luck, and he's been retired for, like, four years. Yeah, that's really, really something. Jeez, I didn't even think about that. But um, looking at Brissett's numbers from this season, though, like, he hasn't been terrible, but in no way has he been, like, great either. Like, he's got six touchdowns okay. and five picks in seven games. Yeah, that's just... I mean, you can honestly say that's kind of terrible, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's 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 throwing decently. Like he's he's, you know, I, I'm trying to make this. What are his up. attempts looking at? Like he's got he's completing 62.7 percent of his passes on almost seven yards an attempt. Like that's not terrible. The problem no. is, is his receivers aren't that great. Like Cooper's good. Peoples Jones is is getting better, but that. Receivers still could use an upgrade. Um, yeah, like just, one of these games he threw 45 times. He's just like, super <laughs> safe and conservative. Like, you have to be with him. Like, he can, he'll keep you in the game, but he's not going to go out and win it for you. 
Yeah, he's just going to lose 20 to 17. <laughs> That's funny because he's lost 23 to 20 and 30 to 28 and 23 to 20 and 31 <laughs> to 30. And then they just got blown out versus the Patriots. Yeah, that was 38-15. Who just got blown out by the in Bears. Cleveland. So the NFL is weird this and year. That was, that was in Cleveland. Yeah, I, I thought Patriots were going to swallow Justin Fields. Yeah, I game. thought Justin Fields was going to look awful that game, but Instead, besides the point. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I, th I think another key for this game is if the Bengals can get a good pass rush going. If they can fluster Brissett, you know, get Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard out on the edge – really create some havoc out there. I think that could definitely benefit the Bengals big time. Cause I feel like if you fluster Brissett, he's going to get strip sacked. He's going to lose the ball. He's going to throw a pick something. He's going to make a mistake. Yeah. He's, he's one of those quarterbacks that pressure matters. Oh, like a fair amount. Like he, he does not deal well with it. And that was part of why he was okay in Indianapolis. Like they built up a really good line once Andrew Luck. Very, yeah. Um, and Cleveland's got a little worse. You know, they had to release some. Um, what's his Teller? Wyatt, was it Wyatt Teller? Miles Teller. Or no, Wyatt. No. Wyatt. I said Miles. Yes. Miles is an actor, right? Or... <laughs> yeah, he was the he was uh Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, okay. Wyatt. Yeah. I was about to say yeah, he hosted Saturday Night Live like two <laughs> two weeks ago. That's why the name was in my head. Sorry. <laughs> He's also all over with this Phillies. <laughs> they released Miles thing. Teller. After Top Gun, they released him. Um, he's not going to be blocking anymore for the Browns. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, no. Wyatt Teller, I think, retired even. Like, I think he's done. Maybe. Let me look. Um, so, like, they, he might not have been up to snub for them even if he had stayed anyway. He's just so, injured, it's saying. Oh, he's just injured? Who retired? One of the linemen they let go retired. Ooh, oh, was it J.C. Treader? I don't know. Yes, yeah, so it's not Wyatt Teller. Or, yeah, it's it's, it's J.C. Treader. J.C. Treader. Okay, apologies, Cleveland fans. Um, not not one hundred percent familiar with the offensive line. <laughs> God, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, they're not super happy with Jedrick Wills. That's about all I got. <laughs> Great and, offensive or, or line Jack talk. Conklin, or Jack Conklin. Um, although Batonio is still pretty good, I remember Batonio, that. Yeah, he's still yeah he's still a beast. Um, you know, like 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 we've talked about a lot this year. Now this game, I do actually think it could be actually important. Last game, it wasn't important at all. Against the Ravens, it was very important. And I think this could be a little bit of a grind fest if the Browns make it that way and play to their strengths. Kevin Huber's going to have to punt better. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the one, yeah, this is like the one real complaint I have about this team right now is the punting. He's just a terrible, he's awful <laughs> but punting now. He's 59 like, years old and he can't punt anymore. Quit throwing Kevin Huber out there with the left foot to, like I think genuinely the maximum he can kick the football now is like 50 yards. And the thing, I don't even think that. Like in the air. Here's the sad part is I'm not even convinced Drew Christman's an upgrade. No. Like he doesn't get any hang time on his kicks. No, he wasn't an upgrade at all either. That's the thing. We need to we need to draft somebody this year, probably. Say, is this punter class any good? Yeah, really. <laughs> it's um all day since he sports podcast where you can get all your Kevin Huber shit talk and information. 
<laughs> Apparently, there's a punter from Oklahoma named Michael Turk. Okay, no, we'll he's our guy. That's our guy. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a Scrubs fan, especially, keep an eye on him. <laughs> That's our Mr. guy. Turk. Um. Anyway, <laughs> you're right. Kevin Huber was was pretty bad on Sunday. The, yeah. the couple times they had to use him, they both resulted in some some good returns for Atlanta. Like the, <laughs> yeah. the one that right before half to set up the field goal, like there's no way that should have ever happened. He it yeah, he punts have. it like 40 yards and it's a line drive, no hang time. Mm -hmm. I've never seen people have more like wide open, just like you ever notice the Bengals when we face opposing teams always fair caught pretty much because the ball hangs in the air for a long time. You have to fair catch it. The Bengals though, Kevin Huber kicks a 90 mile per hour line drive that gets to the returner in two seconds. <laughs> and then they have 30 yards to run free. I thought he was taking that to the crib. That return. I thought he was too. I was like, well, this is about as badly as this first half could have ended. Honestly, I wasn't rooting. I wasn't that hard against it though. I was kind of like, all right, keep it a little close. Joey B will break the record. Yeah. And it would have been, it would have kept the, the second half touchdown streak going. Yeah. You think um, Carolina's looking to sell off their punter? Apparent, according to PFF, he, they've got the highest graded punter. At yeah, they have a, they have, or, no, no, wait, that's from 2018. What the heck? Oh, they have Johnny Hecker. They have Hecker. Punter. Well, well, still, you still, Hunter, does uh, Hecker got anything left in, in the tank? And it's freaking, you got the, the, uh, the fake punt pass opportunities with that. Yeah. You got Johnny Hecker. That's a third string quarterback right there. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Oh, no, maybe... Has Huber ever thrown the ball? I, I'm trying to think. I don't remember a ton. I don't think has he ever has. have we ever ran a fake punt like for a pass? I remember a few times we've ran a fake punt, like just direct snap to the gunner guy and then just or nothing. What's it called? Not the gunner. What's the, the uh, what are they called? Crap. Um I don't know the name. <laughs> he has rushing plays, no passing plays. Damn. So he must not have an arm. <laughs> Three rush total of minus one yard. <laughs> wow. According to pro football reference. We got a 37-year-old lefty with no leg. What about Houston? You think Houston wants to sell their punter off, trade their punter away? Cameron Maybe. Johnson come back to Ohio. Maybe. <laughs> he's he's averaging 49.3 yards a punt with a long of 68 yards. Maybe. We might have to get that going. <laughs> get the hashtag release Huber on Twitter going. <laughs> <laughs> Less than ten yards per return, like that could happen. But um, yeah, Huber's is like thirty-nine yards per return. <laughs> Huber has, oh my god, Huber has nine returns and one hundred and forty-four yards. He's got more than what? What's that? More than fourteen that's yards. A, that's per like return. sixteen. I want to say. Hang on. I think that's like sixteen. Yeah, it's sixteen exactly. Yeah, really. He's oh. <laughs> Look at the math right there. All right. Yeah. But <laughs> 16 yards to return with an average net of 38 yards. What a beast. <laughs> that is, what's that? One, two. That's, he's only two from the bottom in qualified punters. Only Arizona's, Arizona's punter is tied with him in New England's. He's the only one below those two. 
just for reference, like I, 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 I love We're not what Kevin this Huber up. has done. I love what Kevin Huber has done for the Bengals, and he's been an institution. He has the record for most games played, but it is an issue. It's something that could swing games, and especially with somebody like Cleveland who love who can run the ball as well as they do. Exactly, and those uh, and those games where the offense is just clicking, it doesn't really make much of a difference. But in those grinded out, sloppy football games, it's a huge difference sometimes. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, field position can make a ton of difference in in games like this. Because mm-hmm. like, um, like Nick Chubb isn't a god. Like he's really good, but he's not going to yeah. succeed every time. So make him attempt more. Like exactly, give yourself more chances on a single drive. Don't like, you know, <laughs> on a single drive, make him go and, and be perfect for eighty-five yards instead of, you know, sixty-five. Exactly. Um, before we get into our picks and everything, just do you think this game is going to be like a grinded out type of game, or do you think it's going to be a little more scoring than you'd expect? I think it really depends on just how well Cleveland can move the ball on the ground. Um, with <clears throat> the way, or it, it's it's really because the, the Bengals' defense is no slouches. About yeah, yeah. it's really going to come down to the two things we talked about: can they keep the Browns' pass rush in check, and can they keep the running game in check? Because those are Cleveland's two biggest strengths by far, by far. Um. So I think. Cordell Wilson's going to get uh, another tough test coming up because he's going to have to help out Jonah Williams right on that side of the ball. Um, if they can at least hold, like, limit him to say three pressures, mm-hmm. and they can keep Chubb around four yards carry, as sad as that sounds, keeping a running back to league average. Yeah, literally, that, that would be a win. Like, that would be a huge. Oh, win. for sure. What That'd does Chubb average? Win. Is he at five? He. I don't remember exactly, but he's. I think he's only had one game, one bad game this year. Out of he's at 5.9. 5.9 yards per attempt. Yeah. And he's already got eight touchdowns in seven games. Yo, Nick Chubb's having an underrated career. <laughs> like, dead ass. Like, dude is underrated. Point, he's got 5.4 yards per carry for his career. Dude is underrated. Like, seriously. He puts That's up some really numbers. Good. That I feel really like, don't you agree though? Like nobody talks about it because he doesn't catch a bunch of passes. That's that's but about like, it. Yeah, but like Browns fans out there or anybody, like I said, why is this man only had two games all year with two with twenty carries? What is that? Like bro is up, averaging five point nine yards an attempt. Still, like this man, yeah. Kareem Hunt's not having a, as great a year this year. I know he's not. Yeah. Yeah, he's not. He's only averaging four an attempt. Yeah. That's why his carries have been down the last two weeks. He's only had four and five the last two weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it has gone down. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh, she she had <laughs> 17 carries on 134 yards against the Chargers. Holy crap. That's almost eight yards carry yeah. right there. But, um, Still, he is. He I'm is getting a little scared excited. looking at these stats. <laughs> Go look at his the worst game. His better. worst game all year is 4.7 yards a carry. 
Still go look at the passing stats to make yourself feel better. <laughs> <laughs> but the, And that was against New England's defense, and he only got 12 carries. Their running stats really are, though, kind of some video game numbers. Like, actually. Honestly, yeah. It. That's why I'm Okay, I'm looking at Brissett stats. I feel a lot better. <laughs> I feel a lot better looking at Brissett stats. Dude, Chubb is averaging almost as many yards. He's averaging less than a yard per carry fewer than Brissett is per pass attempt. Brissett's at 6.8 yards per pass attempt. Chubb's at 5.9 yards per carry. Yeah. That should never be that close. Should never be that close. No. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Your run game really is elite. We weren't lying. That run game's elite. How I one thing I've never not got a good gauge on is how good of a run blocker is Njoku. Like, is he purely a receiving tight end at this point, or is he actually like a factor in the run game? I haven't gotten uh, a good gauge on that. I'm pretty sure he's an okay blocker. Like, he's nothing special, but he's not bad either. Like, he's pretty physical. He's a big dude, and he can. He's not a complete like Kyle Pitts, no. Okay. Like he can he can block a little. So that'll factor into it too. I have no idea though why Njoku like this is the first year he's getting used like this. Like I always thought this dude was a freak, and for some reason he never got the ball that often. And yeah. then this year, all of a sudden he's tight end one, and look what he's doing. He's gone pace for an a thousand yard year. Yeah, yeah, he looks really good. So yeah, that's what happens them in the passing game. That'll be the a dude's huge a freak for them. Yeah. And he does so much for them. Like he he's a great safety blanket for Brissett. And Harrison Bryant's good, don't get me wrong. Like he's a quality backup, but he's not in Joku. Hold up. New What's recent up? report they could he could play in uh Monday night football. No way. Yeah. I'm not buying that. Two to five weeks has been the report. It's the from today. Time. It's from today though. No way. No walking boot. Out of walking boot today. It's a high ankle sprain. Like, no way. Apparently he said he's a fast healer and holding out hope he'll be able to play this Monday. I don't. Eh. He might not play this week, but that's impressive even if he plays next week. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why it looks, it'd be impressive. It looks like he will play next week. week. Yeah, it looks like he yeah. will play next week. That's kind but of But did enough. you see the report I'm talking about? It's on SB Nation. Yeah, yeah, I see it. And then a new on Cleveland.com, David Njoku is itching to face the Bengals Monday night. We'll see, man. That He's going to have to be on some serious painkillers, like – says gang the right treatment so it's going to be like a day-to-day -day thing so we'll see monday night if i'm playing i doubt it i really do that's if pretty he crazy play, though if he does if, he's if a he badass does play, if he i don't think he'll be much of a factor no nah, but that's impressive that, if he plays <laughs> yeah yeah it would be i just i don't buy it yeah i don't either really is he the last remaining member of the 2017 browns I think He's he is. One of, one of. Who else is still there? Um, you know, I'm not sure, but um, that team had like Terrell Pryor as their star player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wide receiver Terrell Pryor was their star player. 
God, that was a long season for them. <laughs> I remember that. They were so close to winning, like, so many games. Yeah. All right, yeah, are were. you are you ready to get into your picks, though? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's hear it. All right, I think this is going to be close. I, I know the Bengals are three-point favorites, but the over-under is at, like, 47. So I think that they're predicting, like, a – Shoot, what final is that? Oh, I had it and lost it. But um, it's going to be a close game. I agree with that. Being on the road um, hurts, but prime time probably helps Burrow. They've got an extra day to, to heal up, not that they really needed it <laughs> from the Falcons game. Uh, I am going to go with a Bengals 27-23 to 23 win, so they're barely going to cover and they'll they'll go over i think yeah that's over that'd be 50. yeah all right all right i'm gonna go 31 23 Bengals. i had a similar score to you um i just think they're gonna take the touchdown rather than a field goal on that last <laughs> that last <laughs> but um i think the browns offense will move the ball definitely i just think the Bengals will be able to hold them to a couple field goals here and there and i think the Bengals will score mostly touchdowns against that browns defense the one thing about the Browns defense is I know they are struggling, but they do have some playmaking players. You got Jadavion Clowney, Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, uh, John Johnson, a lot of guys that are pretty good players. And um, I just don't think their defense is playing at their top potential right now. I think their defense will improve and get better throughout the year. So let's hope the Bengals game isn't that groundwork for that. Yeah. And uh, I don't think it will be. I think the Bengals will be able to pull away late in a close game. Um, I'm expecting a big day passing-wise uh, from Joe Burrow. Um, again, it just seems like the passing offense is clicking right now, and I'm just expecting another 300-yard game. Seriously, I yeah. I am, really. And um, if they do that, if they take care of business, if they're effective and efficient on the ground, I don't see any reason why the Bengals can't win this game. And uh, I think the Bengals will be moving to 5-3 and three on Monday night. And Looking good. Just got beat the Panthers, and then the bye, and then the bye weeks there. Six and three at the bye, and that'd be looking pretty nice. That would be that would be awesome. Um, I know there's a chance. There's always a chance of anything turning into a get right game for an opponent, but I think it's more likely the Bengals send the defense back to square one than it is it's a get right game for the defense. Yeah, I don't. This think isn't either, the team to play either. to get right for the Browns. Yeah, I don't necessarily they need somebody else. I don't necessarily think either is likely to happen. I just think it's more likely that Burrow tosses 500 on him than yeah, it is that they I, I agree with him that. to like 150 on 28 attempts or something like that. Um, Mike Florio on PFT was was saying if one person's going to break the – or he was saying it's just inevitable, inevitable at this point that Joe Burrow is going to break Norm Van Brockman's single-game passing yards record. He's the only player that's flirted with it. He's flirted with it three times. <laughs> he, he's, he's come he's, really close. In the last two years, he has three of the top five, uh, four of the top five passing yard games in the league. <laughs> that's crazy. The only game that, uh, the only game person who had another game was Tua this year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he, they showed up on PFT. He has four games. It was the Ravens both times last year, the bank or obviously the other day, and then there was another game. Wow. Yeah. Hey, you're right. 
that's that's something, man. I think I yeah, think I didn't right. realize. I think that. he will get it. I, th- I what I mean, the other, what was the other game? I don't remember. I, d- I don't remember what it was. How many did he have against the Chiefs last year? He threw uh, was it like four seventy five or something like that? Because or it was close to that because he had almost a thousand yards between that and the Ravens game. Okay, then that was the four games. Then okay, yeah. Then that was the four. Yeah, that was the four games. Then, because <laughs> the two Ravens game, the Chiefs game, and then obviously Sunday. So that's crazy. But yeah, Mike Flor- Florio was saying it's inevitable, inevitable uh, that Burrow is going to break this record at some point because he just has the mentality they're going to sling it even if they're up if he's close. <laughs> and yeah. he was saying he's yeah. been flirting with it too much. He's going to break it at some point. Yeah, and I honestly I think, agree think with that. Will. I could see it happening, definitely. Oh, yeah. He's just – he's really, really good against backup DB. Like, he's insanely amazing against backup DBs. Like, it's yeah, ridiculous. I know. It's ridiculous. And, and when you have those weapons, it's just – I mean, Jamar Chase, I think, is maybe the best receiver in football. Like, yeah. I, like I think it's – he's definitely right there if he's not the best. I think T. Higgins is a top 10 receiver, and Tyler Boyd's a top two or three slot receiver in the league. Like, seriously, yeah. the weapons are scary. And Boyd showed uh, Boyd showed on Sunday the dude can make plays down the field too. You can throw him a back shoulder fade, and he'll come down with it. Yeah, Like, he's not just a slot receiver. He can make plays on the outside as well. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely can. And the, the weapons absolutely help. But when Burrow is just reading everything and finding the open spot immediately, like as long as the receivers catch it, he, it, it, you're not stopping him. Like he uh, just, how's... he had one of okay, the, go ahead. he was getting everything out in like two seconds on against the Falcons. How cool is that going to be this year, though? If you have an a thousand yard rusher, three thousand yard receivers, and a five thousand yard passer, if that happened, that would be. <laughs> That, and because they're all on pace to do that. that That's what they're on pace for right now. Yeah. That's, wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> Mixon's numbers are only going to get better as the season goes on. Like, you would think yards per carry. I mean, they have been improving week by week. So you would think they're going to keep improving. <laughs> I would yeah, hope would so. so. They're not going to stay at 3.3. <laughs> yeah, you would think so. Because he's at 405 <laughs> yards right now. So he's about right on pace for 1,000 in the 17-game season. Yeah, he is. He's like right on pace. So yeah. I don't know. That would be impressive. But this yeah. – you got anything else for this episode? No, I think that's all I got. Um, That was all for episode 18, guys. I hope you guys all did enjoy. Um, We'll be back on Monday – or Tuesday this week instead of Monday because, of course, the Bengals play on Monday night. We'll be there on Tuesday to give you guys all our thoughts and uh, opinions on the game. Let us know, let you guys know what we thought happened, uh, some breakdowns of everything. And yeah, that's really all it. Um, I hope uh, if you guys did enjoy, please uh, hit a like rating on YouTube. Um, leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as long as, as well as downloading the podcast. And uh, yeah, that's really all it. Hope you all did enjoy, and we'll see you all on the next one. See you guys. See ya.